When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Go behind the wheel and under the hood on everything automotive with high-speed stuff from HowStuffWorks.com. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks for dropping in. I'm Ben Bolin here with our extraordinary auto editor and world-class limousine expert, at least for today's podcast, (laughs) Scott Benjamin. Scott, What's going on with the presidential limousine? I've got a bunch of questions for you about oh, it. Man, okay, well, you need to just hit me with them because there's a lot going on with the limousine. The presidential limousine, I think, is you know usually the centerpiece of the presidential motorcade, right? Uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. And I hear it's a little bit different from your garden variety millionaire's limousine. <laughs> yeah, if you can call it garden variety, that's right. <laughs> um, yeah, it's got it definitely has some special features. I mean, we're talking James Bond type stuff. Really, um, one thing that you know I should say here before we even get too far into this is that you you can't really say exactly what's on the current limousine because no one really knows. I mean, uh, somebody knows, but we don't know. You know, we're not going to be privileged to that information. We don't have the security no, clearance. <laughs> that's right, we don't. But we can uh, we can talk about you know what what has been used in past presidential limousines, and um, we can kind of guess what this one does have. Mm-hmm. And they're also you know just standard type of things that you know we we know it has. But um, our, our discussion can't be complete. That's what I'm saying. Oh, okay, that's no, fine. Not, I like not the, exactly complete. I yeah. like the air of mystery here. I oh, think that's that's, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's definitely it's definitely got a lot of gadgets and uh, and cool things about it. I mean, there's just a lot of it is about protection, of course. But you also remember that it has to be able to get away in certain situations. So right. um, okay. it has to be kind of an unstoppable vehicle as much as possible. Uh-huh. Uh, it has to be resistant to any kind of attack you can think of. And uh, you know, we can talk about that also. You know that sure. um, you know what what it can withstand and what. Uh, what they safeguard against or what we know they safeguard against, there's even more than that. I'm it's, sure. Well, it's, it's very intriguing. Well, let's get the uh, the obvious stuff out of the way, the, the sure. kind of stuff that any, um, well, I won't call them garden variety if you don't want want me to. So <laughs> no, the kind of stuff that the that the average, what I, I guess security people call them high-value targets. Mm-hmm. And, and the president, of course, is the epitome of a high-value target. So we can easily assume, right, that 
the president's limo will have self-inflating uh, tires or uh, re-inflating tires, some kind of something like that. Yeah, they may have, yeah. maybe shred proof or shred proof. Uh, you know, they're able to withstand you know bullets and you know anything mm-hmm. that would be laid down on the road to destroy those tires. Extremes of temperature and probably armor all around. Yeah, I've even heard the tires described as armor, uh, armored tires. I don't know how you know accurate that description is, but you know they're able to withstand you know bullet punctures and mm-hmm. you know even even if the tire itself was gone i've heard that the the rims now see this is all i've, I've heard yeah is this and a tire salesman about, well we have to talk mm-hmm. about we have to talk about everything like this i've heard okay. about this this is rumored to be this way so sure. everything that we say is is that mm-hmm. but um or most of it but yeah even the even the rims of the of the vehicle so let's say that you know the tire material is gone okay uh, you know um fire let's say fire melts them away you know whatever right. it should be able to travel a significant distance at a significant speed on the on these really you know, exceptionally wide steel rims that it has. Huh. Um, it, every, it's really well thought out. So what what do we know, or what let's let's start with the solid stuff that we're sure. pretty sure. How about that? Um, okay. So what what are some cool features? Well, let's say, uh, of course, armoring. All right. Um, it's rumored to be five inch thick armoring around the entire vehicle. So not only are you talking like you know the door panels and mm-hmm. uh, you know roof panels, whatever. I mean, it's 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 solid all the way around. You're also talking about the underside of the vehicle that's armored okay. um, because they have to be able to withstand as terrible as this sounds. Mine, you know, sure. if, if the car were to drive over an anti tank mine right. or something like that, and, and that's happened in the past where you know the car ends up you know flying through the air from you know explosion below there's also been some good outcomes that you know armored vehicles that are completely armored underneath Mm -hmm. have hit these types of mines and you know it'll throw the car up through the air and you know land upside down whatever but everybody's bruised but safe with the probably one of the most recognizable examples of that is the improvised explosive devices used in iraq yeah that's right yeah that's that's what you're you're watching for is something like that that's that's at ground level that you can't really detect until it's too late. Until it's too late. Yeah, yeah. that's right. So um, they've got a they've got a guard against that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, the windows bulletproof. Um, they're said to be thick enough that they don't really. It, it's kind of like clear armor is what I've heard them described as. Wow. They're they're thick enough that sunlight really doesn't penetrate them. <laughs> and uh, so they said that you know one article that I've read has mentioned that um, the interior is artificially illuminated because of that because you know they. Well, it's almost it's, like blackout. it would be it would be darkened. Yeah. Yeah, that's I see. Right. But they're very, very thick. Uh, in fact, the doors are so thick that I've heard that they have to have a uh, some type of system in place to open and close the some doors kind of because hydraulic. They're, they are so heavy. It's like uh, it's like opening and closing a vault door. Um, they're, they're extremely heavy doors. Oh yeah. I guess I guess it kind of is designed to be a rolling vault yeah, in that right. it's completely secure. Yeah, that's right. It has to protect what's inside. That's that's its main purpose. Yeah. Okay. Well, well, that stuff that that all sounds reasonable. Is there anything uh, surprising? Well, in well it's got. It, this is really cool. It's got. Okay. Um, it's rumored to have night vision how uh, does night it vision infrared night vision and uh so you know no headlight of course it's got great headlights sure but in the event that something happens to those headlights it's it's rumored to have a night vision uh system installed as well and that's it and that's the current one that's not even you know the, the new one that we haven't seen yet oh yeah um so you know there's just a lot of really cool stuff and it, it may or may not be four-wheel drive we don't know mm-hmm. let's see trying to think of what else oh it's it's environmentally sealed so that you know if there's a chemical or you know some type of oh cool some kind of chemical yeah. attack you know that won't penetrate the vehicle it can it's it's entirely sealed so it probably it's, has some specialized ventilation system yeah yeah that's right it'd have to have something like that it's some type of self-sustained system at least for a distance um, it's not good forever, of course, obviously, right. but a lot of that stuff comes down to just being able to get away and, and clear yourself from the from the uh, from the danger. Part of that is that it's well, it's blast proof, obviously, with the with, with the armor. I would hope so. Part of that is that it's fireproof, also. 
Um, so let's say that it's involved in a situation where there's a lot of fire. Now, these are terrible situations sure, sure. we're talking about. I mean, imagine having to worry about your car being on fire and getting out of that. So you know, driving away from that you know, to, to a safe distance. So it, for as long as possible, this vehicle is also uh, fire resistant. Mm -hmm. um, you know, the fuel tank is protected. The engine's protected. The engine, I'm sure, is extremely protected because you want that to continue to operate no matter what. you got to mm -hmm. be able to get out. Yeah, they're, they're incredible vehicles. They're awesome. They really are cool. And the, the um, engine could probably also be a liability, so it needs to be doubly protected. Correct, yeah. yeah. I mean, it needs to be definitely guarded. I mean, on all fronts. I mean, and an engine is something that normally, you know, is open in the front. You've got a lot of airflow through it. Mm -hmm. um, it's just a lot of, has to be taken into consideration when you're building a presidential limo. Now, Scott, uh, I'm going to reiterate what you said before, just so we can, we should be absolutely clear on this. Uh, it is virtually impossible for anyone at this point to be sure what kind of limousine is going to be driving to the inauguration in January, That's right? That's right. Yeah. Right. And um, it's probably a good thing, mm -hmm. uh, but it sounds like one thing we can do is talk a little bit about oddities of past presidential limousines. Mm -hmm. Is that right? No, oh, sure. Yeah, we could talk about that. Now, everybody knows that you know Kennedy was in a uh, was in a convertible when you know, right. the assassination took place. Mm -hmm. That's no good. Convertible is obviously that leaves the president wide open at that mm -hmm. point. But oddly enough, that that limousine was used several for several terms after that that same um, style or the same actual i believe it was the same limousine that's kind of creepy yeah that's it, this trend of having a new limousine for a new president is mm -hmm. kind of unique that's that's relatively new for a long time uh the presidential limousine was used for several terms in a row I see. Um, so it was a, I guess it was a used car, <laughs> yeah, for a while. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, a great used car. You know, it had all this cool stuff. But, sure. Um, and it was, you know, the best vehicle you could get, I would assume, as right. far as you know, safety goes. But yeah, I guess uh, this is relatively new. So is it is it reasonable then to assume that one of the reasons people have been, or one of the reasons administrations have been using newer limos each time is just to to keep up to date with the increasing features correct yeah there's always a new threat there's always something that's uh you know that's always lurking out there you know that you got to worry about yeah and uh that has changed dramatically over the last i don't I'd even say 10 you know 15 years uh -huh. um it's just you've got to stay up to date on the technology you've got to stay one step ahead and that's what they're doing i, I guess at this point we should go and in, into the realm of the in, entirely speculative you want to mm -hmm. you want to go there with me no uh, maybe all right yeah. well let's <laughs> let's try it out okay could we make an educated guess uh, which again, to reiterate, we'll, we'll totally we'll, we'll totally write this off as speculation. Mm -hmm. uh, we will not bet any money on this. But uh, what what is something that you could see plausibly in the newer presidential limousines? The newer ones, with stuff that we haven't talked about yet. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, boy, I don't know. I'm, I'm stumped. Have you have you been thinking about this? Have I've you, uh, I thought a little well, bit about well, it. Please hit me with it because I, I after reading this, mm -hmm. honestly, it's hard to determine anything that could go beyond that. I mean, it seems like they've got it covered, but I bet you there are some things. So go ahead, hit me with it. Okay, if they don't have it already, I imagine there would have to be a lot of upgrades and in information technology and communication, mm -hmm. you know, some sort of, I, I mean, I, I'm sure the ones out now already have something like GPS, but but some sort of direct link to larger information networks mm -hmm. just to coordinate, you know, the motorcade alone making a left turn down Pennsylvania Avenue is probably incredibly complicated. Mm -hmm, probably. So, so I, I imagine a lot of a lot of information based or uh, excuse me excuse me a lot of a lot of information based uh, innovations are 
going to make the difference between the new limo and the old one. Well, you I'm, know, I'm, you I'm, to, I'm, I didn't mean to interrupt, but no, I'm positive but, that they're, they're a, uh, a kind of a rolling control booth. You know, <laughs> I'm sure that there's somebody in there operating, you know, the president, I don't know what he's up to in there at all, mm-hmm. but um, right. I, I'm sure that, that that vehicle is definitely, I guess, well hooked up as far as, uh, right. you know, being able to communicate with Secret Service that's everywhere all around this vehicle at all times. Uh, not just in the motorcade, not just um, mm-hmm. you know surrounding it, but I mean long distances away, you know, monitoring everything that goes on. It's 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 very carefully watched, and I'm sure that they have to. I mean, there's got to be a way to communicate back and forth with them. So imagine how secure that has to be. I wonder if they have any any recreational stuff, you know, TiVo or, <laughs> or a radio. Oh, maybe they have a big flat screen TV uh-huh. and a system that has Pong or something really cool like that, you know, like. Uh, <laughs> A ColecoVision or Atari or something. Sure, yeah. Wait, my. No, uh, you're a little bit dated. I'll, maybe, I'll be honest maybe. with you, just a I, little bit. I did say flat screen. Your mind's in the right place, yeah, man. Yeah. Your heart is completely in the right place <laughs> there. I think I think that would be an awesome presidential feature. Yeah. And then uh, another thing that I I would see is is very necessary or definitely contingency plan, right? Because these are built in mm-hmm. in terms of contingencies. Yeah. Would be some sort of radioactive radiation shielding for oh, radioactive I would, materials. I would think so, yeah. And that may, uh, may be part of the environmental ceiling that is going on there. Uh, yeah. And I, don't, I'm, I just don't know. I mean, the materials they use for the, uh, for the bulletproofing, mm-hmm. uh, it's, it, I know it's steel, it's composite materials. It's a mix of things. It's not, um, it, it's not one material. It's several, several layers of material. You know, one of those might be a, you know, maybe a lead shield or something like that. You just can't say. Yeah. Um, all of this adds considerably to the, the heft of the car, the weight of the car. But, you know, if you're talking your safety, well, then you make the engine a little bit bigger. I mean, it, you, I'm sure that they, they make adjustments where they have to to make it as safe as possible. And, and like I said, they, they just have to be ever-changing, ever-adapting. Hmm. And they're, nope. they're fascinating cars. They really are. If you, if you get a chance to look, look up any information about them, look back at the history of you know, where they've come from and where they are now, unbelievable. Really? Yeah. You know, Scott, I'll be honest with you. I, I don't want to end on a down note. I'm, I'm a little bit depressed, though, now hearing this. <laughs> Why is that? I mean, you know, I, of course, have no problem with, with any uh, presidential figure. I'm glad they're doing the job instead of me. Mm-hmm. But I just don't know if I can be happy with a regular limousine at this point. <laughs> are, you, are you in the market for a limousine? You know, not anymore. Oh, okay. Not well, anymore, yeah, you can't have, If you can't have, uh, can't have that one, then you're not going to have one, right? Right. Uh, you know, I might just have to run for office. <laughs> but in the meantime, thank you so much for uh, breaking down the, the a little bit of the mystery behind the presidential limousines and motorcades. And for our listeners out there, thanks again for dropping in. If you have any questions for us, please write to us at podcast at HowStuffWorks.com. And if you'd like to learn more about limousines, motorcades, or anything auto-related, please drop by our auto channel on HowStuffWorks.com. For more on this and thousands of other topics, visit HowStuffWorks.com. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now.
Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. (laughs) People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Johnny B. Good, the host of the podcast Creating a Con, the story of Bitcoin. This podcast dives deep into the story of Ray Trapani and his company, Centratech. I'll explore how 320-somethings built a company out of lies, deceit, and greed. I've been saying since a very young age that I was going to be a millionaire. If someone's like, oh, what's your best way of making money? I'm like, oh, we should start some sort of scheme. Listen to Creating a Con, the story of Bitcoin on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.